0: Yeah! yeah. yeah.
2: That is none other than AK. How you feeling this morning, Andy? Good, man. You're good? Yeah.
3: Nice, relaxing weekend.
2: Yeah. I, I, I got a little bit of it. You actually did something that I didn't think was even possible. You watched more movies than Emily did. I And did. I watched a lot of movies this weekend. And you watched weekend. a lot of movies this weekend. <laughs>
3: I had the rare weekend where there was nothing of import involving the Lakers, including okay. the all-star game that two Lakers played in. <laughs> sure. Um, my wife one night went out with a friend of hers and had dinner, and they were out late and my daughter had a sleepover one night that occupied like a large chunk of the weekend. Okay. So I had a lot of downtime. Oh, a home
2: alone action for you.
3: I watched almost 6 movies. That's a lot of movies. Yes, it was it was <laughs> glorious.
2: That's a lot of movies. Uh I'm Roars impressed. to you, M. How are you? Roar! <laughs> roar! That roar! <laughs> <laughs> I think, look, I know a lot of people roar on this radio station. Hers is my favorite.
0: Oh, hers is so adorable. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's endearing. like the Genesis. You hear the roars as <laughs> yeah, Tiger goes by. <laughs> roar!
2: <laughs> by the way, he quit shortly after uh, uh, yeah. we were talking about him on Friday. He got the flu, and he had to tap the mat.
0: Get well soon, Tiger. Only four, uh,
2: only four movies for yeah, you only
0: four movies. I did a double, uh, uh, off. A double feature on Friday night, Then I saw one on Saturday and one on Sunday. The okay. one on Sunday, though. Was quite possibly the most fun that I've had in a movie in at least over a year. It oh. was so much fun. Okay, this movie. It was Madam Web. Madam Web, <laughs> which is the new uh, Sony Marvel uh, movie, and I am not. I'm not a comic book movie person, so don't come at me. I had an incredible time watching this movie because it is just that bad. Excellent! It is that bad. It is so good. So that was so fun.
2: Oh, we will, we will hear more about that because a good bad movie is fun. Those, those are always good. Buenos dias, Jorge. I know what you hey, did. Buenos, you and I yes. are talking a little bit. Oh you, yeah. He went to the PBR, the Professional Bull Riders. That's right. What? Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Years years year, I'm mean, probably like 15 years ago. I wrote Brian and I co-wrote a feature article for ESPN the magazine about a bull.
2: Okay. They, like, oh, we, the actual they, bull. They
3: wanted us to write something about the PBR and, you know, we don't know anything about bull riding at all, but we ended up finding this angle about this bull that was like basically considered like almost like bipolar. Oh, this bull okay. that was like <laughs> he was considered this incredibly difficult bull to stay on. Like he terrified all the riders around the league. If you could get him to cooperate, to even do the bucking thing, what was, the bull's, <laughs> name? Like what be- was the bull's name? Oh, I'd have to look this up. Um,
0: Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> it was Ferdinand. <laughs> That's the only
1: bull I'm aware of.
2: <laughs> Bodacious. Let's see if I can find this.
1: Bushwhacker was one Bush of Bush the Bushwhacker, and then the one right now, uh, his name is Manhater.
2: Ooh, dude, was no. that the one you sent me the video of? Uh, yeah. Okay. And
1: then that. That was the first uh, rider that actually rode him the whole way through. Oh, the, He basically the, took his undefeatedness away from him. Okay,
3: it. I found it. Uh, the bull's name was Reindeer. Oh, Rain, okay. Like Rudolph? <laughs> yes.
0: Is it like naming a horse cat? The,
3: <laughs> <laughs> the, this bull was, when he was in the mood to do the bucking thing, terrified like every single ride. And like, some
2: days he's just like, no, can, yeah. I'm not going to do it today. And, I mean,
3: he he had this like really... I, I actually, you know what? I'll tweet out this story at Canberra. Yeah. Can I sex? ask a stupid question? Yeah, sure. I
2: thought they get them to get in the b- bucking bull mood by yanking them. <laughs> like I would think you can't ignore that because you're not in the mood. Like eh, I'll buck later. Well, I mean, apparently this bull can resist the yanking.
1: Apparently,
2: <laughs> you have to yank a
3: little harder to get reindeer. Well,
2: but, okay, again, I feel like that's a you. you don't have it's, to really put your heart into no, the, it I mean, to get Travis. You these motivated. are all professionals.
3: I think if it was as simple as yanking, they'd have figured this one out. Perhaps, but Perhaps. also too, like it was a really interesting story because the, this bull was owned <laughs> by this family. Their, their last name was Moreno, and. Their son, the the either son or grandson, I, I I haven't read this article in a while, but had very serious cancer mm. and was really attached to this bull. Like th- this bull was really loving towards this kid. Like a lot of the handlers would be afraid to like go in to just bring the bull its food. Like yeah. they're afraid to go in there. But this bull became super attached to this kid. And because of that the owner of the bull, the, the Moreno father, was reluctant to ever sell, even though he had big, big offers because of the relationship between the kid and the bull, this totally unpredictable like schizophrenic bull. <laughs> That's I'll tweet an amazing this out. story, brother. It was actually it was- I'd like to
2: read that. How, how long were you at the rodeo?
1: Ah, uh, well, it started at 6.45. Okay. We got here a little early, went downstairs to Crafts, you know. Oh, a little fire. Saca labosita. Yeah, we had a couple of saca and, you know, service was great. If you guys want to go check it out, feel free anytime. Great uh, spot. So we went there, and then, I don't know, 7 o'clock? We kind of missed the intro okay. portion of the whole thing. Well, we get in there, we saw the championship rounds, but you know what? I was surprised. Some of the best bull riders right now. They're 18 they're teenagers 18 to 19 year olds that's crazy It's insane I sent Travis a video where like this guy's writing uh, his name is uh, John Kramie or Crimer mm-hmm. I, I, I forget their names. But this guy's riding for eight seconds, and then he jumps off the bull. Like if It's its nothing. like he
2: stepped off an elevator. Yeah, This exactly. this bull is going nutso, right? It's, it's bucking around and tossing and trying to kill this guy, and then the horn goes off at eight seconds, and he just yeah. steps off like he's stepping off the small world at Disneyland.
1: And then he's just waving to everybody like, yep, that was me. Hey, uh, it, I, I qualified.
3: It is insane. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> like,
2: there it may a sold-out
3: crowd. No, there may be no tougher athletes oh, no, no, no. in sports than these guys. Like, I, I'm I'm including boxers, everybody, MMA
2: guys. Everybody. These guys are crazy. Because, look, if you are a boxer, you're an MMA fighter or whatever it is, you're fighting someone that's roughly your size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bull is not the size of and the guy your that size. you're talking about. Yeah. The bull is, I don't what is a bull, like 3,000, 4,000? I don't even know. But it's not a couple hundred of pounds like a guy. It's a couple it's thousand true. pounds. Sure. It's a bit of a mismatch. So do you, you have a good time? What's the uh, vibe at the? I've I've only been to one rodeo in my life. It was in Houston, and it was uh, barrel racing and calf roping and uh, bronco riding, not bulls, yeah. the, right. the horses. And then they had chuck wagon races and mutton busting. And then Kiss played a concert. It was awesome. <laughs> like I lo- I loved everything about it. It was an incredibly no, good day. What was it like? The, the vibe is the, the vibe. Is, it's a lot of fun in there. Uh, in between,
1: I guess you can call them intermissions, but yeah. the, you know, by their, they have to reset bulls and whatnot. Riders. Uh, in between all that, so they, they're doing giveaways. They'll throw little parachutes for the top. They rodeo do, clown. Uh, well, they have rodeo clowns too, but they do like little giveaways, dance competitions, this that, against that side, fan of the you know fan of the night or whatever. Uh, and then they give they give away those uh, belt buckles. Okay. Like to the fan of the night or whatever, and they chose this like six year old kid who was dressed like a bull rider. He's Aww. like, that's our future champion, right there. That's great. His name is Mateo. I, for some reason, I remember that. But they, they play all kinds of music. They started playing La Chona. They started playing some Mexican music. And then at some point... Was a the, live band or was it... No, it was off just DJ. But at some point, he's like, okay. The, the, you know, the guy hosting, he was saying, okay, we played some... Um, you know, Latino music. We played some hip hop. We played some of this. Where's the country music? And the place goes wild. Oh. They start playing country music. Oh man, the vibe was it was incredible. What's was the cool. crowd? Uh it's all kinds of people, man. Okay. You know, come on, it's four Mexicans like for us. For we're sure. There watching this because one of my buddies, really, really good friend of mine, uh, he really loves PBR. He's like, hey, man, is there any way we can go? I'm like, hey, let me find out. And sure, like let's Oh, you guys were in the suite. So we, uh, we, you know, got yeah. tickets. And uh, it was it was a cool weekend because I reconnected with a lot of those guys. Like those That's guys awesome. are the ones that pretty much we're gonna get much, into that. Yeah, no, for they, sure. And
2: look, any any story that includes uh, Horace told me the story this morning, Andy, that includes two trips to Denny's <laughs> in the same night, I'm very interested in. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I look, the late night Denny's run is one of my favorite things in the world because it means you're having a good night and you're gonna end it off with a lumberjack slam and call it a night. That they double Denny'd <laughs> is is really next level. And I, I would have
0: no interest in the Denny's at all. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, at least he's got a burrito place. By the way, I did not eat, so Sliwa Sliwa won our postseason football picks, and the prize was you get to pick your favorite breakfast place, and we will buy him breakfast from there, Mm -hmm. and we'll buy breakfast for the group. So somehow that turned into Al taking a straw poll of the audience on where his favorite breakfast place was, and then he brought (laughs) breakfast for the rest of us. It was all very confusing. But he did find a pretty good place. Yeah. He brought in some pretty amazing breakfast I mean, we burritos. Won. They, we absolutely won. They were huge. We each had a half of this thing, that and I much. didn't eat again until seven o'clock that okay, night. Okay, I I heard some of this. You
3: expressed confusion about uh, what is it, carne asada in, in a breakfast, a breakfast
2: burrito? burrito. I'd never had that. I, yeah, don't, I don't. I don't see
3: why that's confusing. It's
2: okay. not confusing. It was more intriguing than confusing. Okay. I. It was. It was. I. I am a traditionalist. It's bacon, ham, sausage, chorizo. What one, one of those is you know, my typical breakfast burrito it's meat. Like having
0: a steak for breakfast. Yeah. But, but, which. But steak which and
2: eggs. Is steak and eggs is a classic. Yeah, it is. But I had never thought of a carne asada but, breakfast and, and burrito. Like in the 50s, that's all anybody <laughs> ate for breakfast, <laughs> and then <and> everybody <laughs> died at 62. <laughs> With but that, they and love cartons life. of Lucky Strikes exactly
3: and, and whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> they ate was and drank and smoked men. all their Lived feelings like a healthy
2: society. Why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah, so I had never had that. Still have never had that. I don't know. If I'm getting a breakfast burrito, chorizo seems like the right choice. Maybe some bacon. I don't know. I mean, th- Those are
3: great choices. I'm just saying, I, I feel like carne asada is a legit and even logical choice. <laughs> Sure, it's a burrito. So yeah. that is something that would belong. But, but in the a burrito,
2: burrito Al was making, and we he basically built a carne asada burrito and just threw an egg in it. Like it wasn't necessarily a breakfast burrito; it was just a burrito, a, a the one you would get for lunch or dinner. With an egg tossed into yeah, it. We've all exactly. been
0: to brunch with people who get like that burger, but they add, a, add an egg onto it, and so it's oh, a brunch yeah. meal. So it's like, I think anything you can add an egg to it. A lot of it makes it more breakfast forward, especially at the time of day. That
2: Look, eat. if you have it, throw an egg on it, like you mentioned, yeah. and you have a mimosa with it, it's breakfast. Sure. That's just the, saying, the when way When you really it. think <laughs> about it, the idea of
3: ham and hash browns. And all these other breakfast items put inside a tortilla is actually stranger than throwing an egg inside what is otherwise a carne asada burrito. Like,
2: there's no wrong way to eat a burrito. <laughs> oh, that, we can well, all agree on point. this. That's my point. That's my point in defense of Alan. Absolutely no wrong way to do it. There is a wrong way to play a basketball game, and they put it on display last night. <laughs> yeah. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN, Andy's in for Slee. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone fix finder service. The AutoZone fix finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, it also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by the free AutoZone fix finder service is then verified by data from over 5.5 million ASE certified technicians. And with over 5600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone.
4: SAVE. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8 SAVE. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. So this is a new collaboration between Pitbull and and Dolly Parton. Dolly, that Dolly. <laughs>
2: this is the this is right in your sweet spot, Em. I know you love Pitbull. I know you love Dolly.
0: I was so excited this weekend. Someone was like, "This is not on your 2024 bingo card to have <laughs> Dolly Parton and Pitbull do a song together." He literally, in the song goes, "Dolly, Dolly." So, <laughs> so. she was
1: so excited. She texted it to me over the weekend, yeah. and of course, I uh, put it in the car, and then. I was like, what the hell are we listening to? I was like, hey, leave me alone. It's Pitbull and Dolly Parton. I was going <laughs> to say, you're bop. listening to a
2: collaboration between Pitbull and Dolly Parton.
0: <laughs> the king and queen of our generation. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Mr.
2: 305. That is Eudonis Hasslem. Thank you oh, very much. Oh, is that him? I oh, uh, get him
3: confused. Everybody
0: needs to go download this, support them both, because they're amazing, and this song is a certified bop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, why not?
0: Yeah, bop out to it. Anyway, I just need to get this in there because I love both of them, and uh, it was a great song.
2: There you go. Um, so I, I, I have a, a question, I don't have thought. I, I, I need somebody to explain to me what the purpose of a 400-point basketball game is. <laughs> because last, last night's NBA All-Star game had 397 points. What? It's not a basketball game. It's it's something that is like a, a basketball circus, kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters aren't really a basketball game. It's they a basketball floor, floor show, right? Like, what what is the purpose of having this be your signature event that isn't the playoffs? That what was that that I saw last night? <laughs> it's a
3: bunch of guys <laughs> not given a bleep. I mean, that's that's really what it. it apparently, though, this is interesting. It came out. The Eastern Conference All-Stars had a goal of putting up 200 for their side. Like, apparently, it had never been done before. And they had had this goal that was unbeknownst to Adam Silver, (laughs) who spent the weekend talking about how the goal was for it to be more competitive. And I guess the Eastern Conference guys said, like, we're going to showcase that competition by putting up as many shots as we can. (laughs) I mean, like Dame, Dame, who won MVP. Yeah, I think he put up 23 threes. Is that a lot?
2: <laughs> is that is that just you know? I mean, that's like two thirds of what the Lakers take in a game. It's not, it's not working it around the perimeter so much. I look. I, I get that it's not what it was back in the day. That none of these all star games are really what they were. That when you and across I sports. Up, across all of the sports. That the bat the football one we've finally hit the detonator on. We're like, we're not even doing it anymore. We'll do flag football and tug of war and throw it at golf carts with dartboards stapled to the side of the thing. It's fine. <laughs> Um, the the baseball one, the, the star players play an inning, and then they leave, and then it's a bunch of guys that you know are backups for the Tampa Bay Rays playing the rest of the game. It's fine. But this thing is – I don't even know what it is because Lillard taking 23 threes. Okay, but the, you know what it is? I finally think I put my finger on it. This reminds me a little bit about what we were talking about last week when Shohei Otani finally showed up and was taking batting. I was like, oh, my gosh, he hit 12 home runs and 20 swings. Well, of course he did. He's Shohei Otani hitting off a batting practice pitcher. I would expect him to do that. That's what this is. This is the the, the world's very best playing in an environment where no one's attempting to stop them so that the ball goes into the basket every time. Is just not only is it not interesting, it's downright boring. Okay, to put in perspective, by the way, how many
3: threes were taken in this game? The Eastern Conference put up 97 threes. 97 threes. Not not field goal attempts. Threes. Threes. Yes. The Atlanta Hawks lead the league in field goal attempts per game at 93 and a half. So they took more threes in this game than the Atlanta
2: Hawks, the league-leading field goal attempt team in the NBA, puts up shots. What what are... Like Adam Silver, to your point, it's like we're going to try to make it more competitive. Larry, they had. Larry, I want to play this cut from you from Larry Bird because Larry Bird, prior to the game, he's saying everybody needs to play hard. I don't know if they heard uh, Larry Legend prior to the game.
5: The one thing I would really like to see is they play hard tonight in this uh, uh, tonight in this All Star game. I think it's very important when you have the best the best That's players the in the world together. Applause, you got to compete and you got to play hard and you got to show the fans how good they really are. So I hope you enjoy your weekend. I'm enjoying mine. Have a good All-Star game.
2: You know, I like that, to Show the fans how good they're really. That does not showcase how good they really are. That's just a a glorified layup line.
5: Well, here's the...
3: Okay, here's really the problem. Every shred of evidence suggests that NBA players do not care about this game anymore. Right. And you can lament it all you want, but it's the truth. But the three-point contest shows... They can still be competitive that weekend. So I don't understand. I've been saying this for a long time. I don't know why they don't just scrap the main event format.
2: Like the Pro Bowl.
3: Right. Find something that would make these guys competitive. Because there's a lot of things going on. Guys don't want to get hurt this close to where your playoff pushes are happening, hopefully getting to the playoffs. Like The things that actually not only matter to them, but they get told all the time by NBA media – Legends like Larry Bird, all that matters is championships. So that's why they don't give a bleep about this game because it doesn't mean anything. Nobody remembers. Nobody remembers who won MVP of the All Star Game. Nobody remembers <laughs> no. how many points you put. Like it doesn't matter. Like they've tried eliminating conferences. They tried the Elam rule. They t-
2: the Elam rule was the only thing that, at least for a year or two, you're like but, all right, but that's you know kind of interesting. And the really, little mini games inside the games. The
3: year that it really worked was because it was the year they were honoring Kobe. Yeah. And everybody was playing for Kobe. You can't keep recreating that. And, like, the game itself doesn't provide the same utility it used to. Like, it used to be something that would legitimately showcase the NBA to audiences that don't often get to see it. Yeah. Like, players don't need it anymore. The league doesn't really need it anymore anymore. Just find something new for them to be competitive in as opposed to just trying to come up with different ways to bleed a rock.
2: Well, th- that's there has to be stakes. Now, what the stakes are, we'll see. The stakes of the three point contest are. I won the three-point contest. There's value in being the three-point champion. There used to dunk? be valuable in being the slam dunk champion. That used to have some some value. Whether it was Michael Jordan or or Blake Griffin or Brent Barry or whoever right. it was, there was some cachet in being this. Uh, Nate Robinson. Like there was some Spud Webb. Elk, wow. Now it's like uh, I I don't know Mac what McClung. the st- <laughs> Mac McClung. I don't know what the stakes could be to get. The rank and file; the, these aren't the rank and file, but the rank and file of the all-star community to invest in it in a meaningful but way. But you
0: don't want what baseball did, which is like the winning side no, no, no. gets home. That, court it, it can't for be that because that
2: that isn't that that's absurd. That's contrived. It can't it's be something much. that. Well, yeah, and it's it just doesn't add up. the well, The stakes are far beyond what this thing well, should part be. Part of
3: what part of what makes a three point shooting contest work so well is that a. This is something guys do all the time. If you go to practices, there will be 3 yeah. point shooting contests between players all the time. Half court contests. Would horse
2: be too boring? No. Because I think they'd care. Yeah.
3: And the other thing that that the 3 point contest works is you're not going to get hurt. Right. So you can actually compete without worrying about getting hurt. Like part of the I think part of the reason the dunk contest doesn't work anymore is you're just sort of out of things to do. Yeah. Like at this point you're out of things to do and you get judged now if you're not creative enough, which is starting to turn into, like, if you're not doing enough prop comedy or, like, you're not including enough bells and whistles, like, we've run out of things to do. Where's like, your
2: blindfold?
3: Like, dude, I was, I was at the contest where Baron Davis came out of the sunroof of a Kia so Blake Griffin could jump over it. And that, by the way, was such spectacle, ignored the fact that in the same contest, JaVale McGee did more creative things in that contest. But, like, that was the apex. There's nothing you can do to meet that anymore. Horse. horse.
2: Guys uh, honestly, would, I can't. I, I horse.
3: Guys would care. Right. Because they get to show off that they're better than everyone else, and you don't have to worry about getting hurt. And, and
2: you'd have to have some sort of like tiered system. Like I don't know if you could have horse with Jokic against Curry, or, or Giannis against Curry is probably a better example of that. Because the size disparity, he could do a thing, touch the top of the backboard, and dunk no, but, it. But
3: that's part of it, though. The, yeah. the horse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the horse.
3: Horse, oh. yeah. very important. The, yeah. <laughs> the horse.
0: But we had that horse back in um, COVID times, you know. Okay. But obviously, that but was people way were
2: shooting scale. it with their phones, yeah, exactly. and it was uh It was right. It was the first thing we put on TV in three weeks. Right, or but we no longer have to do that anymore. Yeah. We
3: can actually do this like a
2: proper production. Who's I just who's the guy to beat an NBA horse? Because I think there's got to be an element to be able to dunk and shoot it because if you got if Steph relinquished the lead, somebody could start doing all these crazy dunks and Steph can't match it well I mean but that's where that's where it gets interesting
3: like some first of all that's something where LeBron he would be pretty something? good he'd be pretty good pretty <laughs> good he'd still be really good at that and doesn't have to worry about getting hurt yeah like they I feel like the, it, they're trying too hard to maintain a tradition
2: that nobody cares about anymore Well and the tradition's long dead. It's the the, the tradition of let's play a basketball game has been gone for quite some time. This this was I don't know what the hell it was, but it wasn't a basketball game. It it used to provide a
3: utility and a purpose. And now even players in smaller conferences like our smaller market teams meet, you know, medium market, they don't need this game between league pass and social media and guys having their own podcasts and all like they don't need it. Anymore, it also doesn't help that guys like you know, guys like Barkley, bag on it all the time.
2: It's but, hard not to, Andy. No, no, but it, they, it's hard not to to look at that and go, this sucks. Right,
3: but but they bag on it heading into it. Yeah, like I mean, Barkley is in a lot of ways the greatest thing and the worst thing that ever happened to the NBA. He is great at coming up with funny lines. He's awful at actually promoting the league.
2: <laughs> it is a Michelob Reaction Monday on seven ten. We are reacting all day long to last night's NBA All Star Game and of course spring training baseball, which starts later this week. Michelob Ultra, two point six carbs, ninety five calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. What about that? Is this is this just me being overly optimistic potentially? What if you got somebody like one of the the guys, Giannis, LeBron? Steph, somebody that the other players would respond to in a leadership role and said, Guys, we're going to go out there. We're going to lock it down tonight. Like, if it's if it, if a game started normally, would the other side engage all of a maybe, sudden, but, or is there just too much risk maybe, involved? But they don't want to. Yeah.
3: Like, do you really think
2: LeBron, right now, at this stage of his career, LeBron's the wrong example because. Is just the wrong example for a variety of reasons. But what if Shea Gilgis Alexander went out there and really deed somebody up for a quarter? Would it would it become infectious? Would other guys start to do it? I don't know. I mean, but it doesn't change the fact
3: that they don't want to. <laughs> right. So rather than trying to make them get competitive over something they don't care about money, just find, could do that. But like, okay, Orle Orle Juan at Orle Juan Obi Wan. Pointed out on Twitter, Steph versus Sabrina was the best part of the weekend, yeah. which it was. Maybe that's the silver lining the NBA sh- should pursue, like NBA w, NBA crossover. Maybe not that specifically, but be creative, like do something different.
2: But we keep landing on the same thing. We like the three-point contest. We like the the Sabrina Steph component of the three-point contest. But that that's just coming back to people that can shoot going at it.
3: You can find others. Also, stop holding these things in cities that all the players just want to get the hell out of?
2: Wait, just Vegas and New Orleans, Miami and L.A.? Yeah.
3: Yes. (laughs) I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, like, stop putting it in places where everyone doesn't want to be there. Look at you, you coastal elite, you. I'm just trying to solve the problem. I think Indianapolis agrees with us.
0: I think they would rather be in Miami and L.A. as well. I'm trying to solve
2: the problem. (laughs) Me, I'm a heart of America guy. You guys are just coastal elites over there.
0: Who's also great over the weekend? Puka Nakua, out there for the all-star celebrity game. Go off, King.
2: He was unreal. He He played basketball just like he played football. He had a smile on his face the whole time. He's running around. And all I'm thinking about is... If he lands weird, I'm going to lose my mind. Well, you just explained exactly why (laughs) all these guys don't play I I get it. I get it. But really don't like it if it's in the other sport. It's a a whole mess. All right. LeBron was talking a little bit uh, about his future, the end of his career, and what he may or may not want. And I think I felt the entire universe roll their eyes at the same time. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN is your vehicle due for service is it ready for that general maintenance trip is it time to get those wipers replaced head into your neighborhood valvoline instant oil change home of the 15 minute drive through oil change in fact my daughter uh, called me because it's going to be raining this week and she's like hey i need to get new wipers i said go to valvoline and get it done they're going to take care of you you're going to be in and out in no time at all and your wipers will stop making that terrible sound You will be ready to go. She went in, she was done, in, out in about 30 minutes. And of course, she doesn't have to get out of the car. She stays in her car nice and safe, not in that dirty waiting room that so many of those other places have. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. You just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 (laughs) minutes. Over 80 locations ready to help you get your ride, ready for the road in no time at all. So visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. We got an ask, Andy, coming up about ten minutes from right now. So you can send those to me at Travis Rogers. You can send them to M em at Emily Hebel, to uh, Jorge at Jabcam LA. Uh, what ask... about
0: uh, about the President Chimp? What's it again? Commander uh, and Commander Chimp. Commander and Chimp. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. We, How's we, that going?
2: We got three days, Em. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot of time to make sure that we get our Commander and Chimp. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be here Monday through Wednesday. That's I right. Like this Chimp. is exciting. <laughs> but, you know, President Chimp is a little That's clunky. A sequel. That's a sequel, right? Yeah. <laughs>
3: well, he he begins in this trilogy at least as president like you know we'll start at at some point i imagine because this is going to be a successful franchise we'll start talking about his post-presidential years you know does he
2: where is bobo in his uh lifespan like let's use it in in human terms like is bobo in his 50s when he's president i would say or is he a little bit older like i would say he's
3: maybe about the age of say w when w was elected okay like not as young as clinton or obama but sure. not our current not choices biden now. or trump not <laughs> no. in
2: their 70s and 80s no okay. okay okay because it depends on what bobo's third is, act would be he's young enough to serve two terms
3: and to still have a legacy afterwards <laughs> where's bobo's library gonna well, go that- there's the library. It's like, does he go the post presidential philanthropy route like oh, Jimmy, right, right. Carter? Jimmy Carter? Sure. Does he instead go into media moguldom like Obama? Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Does he go into painting like W? There's a lot of different things that he could do.
0: He does a new movie with Netflix afterwards.
2: <laughs> he could. Yeah, he could become a, a, a jack of all trades. He could combine them all. <laughs> I mean, if we, do we have a treatment yet, or do we do we have a rough outline on the plot? Are we still coming together with that? The the have a general outline of the first installment <laughs> like the the impetus
3: of it all if it's
0: just going to be like just like dune where like the second one is going to be great and massive and and expanding <laughs>
2: One, one hopes. <laughs> <One> hopes. <laughs> BB Go fifth row Fridays are back on Mason and Ireland. Listen all week to the show from one until four. Be sure to take notes, and then on Fridays you take the pop quiz, and you could be sitting fifth row at the Lakers against the Oklahoma City Thunder on Monday, March fourth. BB Go the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. I want to play this for you. This is uh, LeBron James talking about you know the the. The last act in his NBA career, whether or not he's going to be in L.A., whether or not he wants a farewell tour. This is LeBron on what the end of the LeBron James era may or may not look like.
5: Um, I have not mapped out, um, I have not mapped out how many scenes I have left. I know it's not that many. Um, I also don't know if I will. I was asked this question a couple of days ago. Will you kind of take the farewell tour or will you kind of just Tim Duncan it? I'm 50-50, I'm gonna be honest because there's times where I feel like, I guess I owe it to my fans that's been along this journey with me for two decades plus to be able to give them that moment, you know, where it's every city and whatever the case may be, and you know, they give you your flowers or whatever the case may be, that seems cool. But the other side of, I've never been that great with accepting praise, Uh, it's it's a weird feeling for me. I never really talked about it much, but it's just a weird feeling for me. So, to to go in each city, if that's the case, I don't know. I've seen I've seen Mikes, I've seen Kobe's, I've seen a lot of guys. I just don't know how much I how I feel. I don't know if I will feel great about it. Maybe the only child in me, maybe. But I am a Laker, and uh, I am I'm happy and been very happy being a Laker the last six years, and uh, and hopefully it stays that way.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, key at the end, not necessarily. Um, LeBron, 50-50 on the farewell tour because he's, quote, not great at accepting praise. That's the part
3: where he lost me. Like, I can absolutely believe that LeBron doesn't know how many more years he's going to play. Sure. I absolutely, I, sure. I think that is true. Sure. I really do. That part might be true. I could even believe the idea that he's not sure about whether or not he wants the farewell tour. Sure. Only because that can become a lot. Sure. Like that can really become a lot after a while where you're uh-huh. like, Oh my god, I'm sick of myself uh-huh. at this point. Or it's like, I don't know if I feel like getting up for this game, but I know this is this is the stop in Indianapolis right. that I hate.
2: Orlando have. needs to see me right. one more time. Right. Like it can
3: be a lot. The part where he lost me was where he said he's not comfortable with praise. Yeah, I mean Stop. Stop. Don't You have told us when you're not being praised enough. It, 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 <laughs> like you've told us this. He has chosen one tattooed on his shoulder.
2: Well look, that was that was done when he was young. Like that's that's fine. Like that's look I I like LeBron James. I I but there's something has happened in the last year or two that has just me go, "Buddy, I'm trying to root for you. Can you please not can you please not make it a little bit harder?" And it's things like that. How many more years? I don't know. I believe him as well. Are you going to do it? I don't know. Maybe yes, maybe no. I you know, the Tim Duncan thing, kind of appealing saw Kobe and Mike, that was nice too. I don't know. Could go either way. I'm uncomfortable like, like, Stop. No, again, like, now we're now we're at that thing where it's like now now everything you've told me feels ridiculous because you tried to shoehorn in <laughs> the most ridiculous thing possible. Wait. Now by by guilty by association. One everything else in your statement feels absurd. There have been there have been times
3: where LeBron has said in so many words, you are withholding my flowers. <laughs> like I should be getting more flowers than this. I'm not getting enough flowers. He
0: does, he's not the most humble person and, and he doesn't nor does to be. he need to be exactly, exactly right I, exactly but,
2: but here's the thing i'm okay with i don't know if i want to do it i'm okay with i am the greatest player of all time because he might be right i'm okay with hey i can do this however i want i'm lebron james cool all of these things are true or true ish i don't i'm uncomfortable accepting praise come on man dude, stop
3: let me, let me just put in perspective how much i don't need lebron to be humble <laughs> if i was one-tenth as good at anything as LeBron is at basketball, I would never shut the F up about it. Sure. Like, you would never hear the end of it. If I was even 10% (laughs) as good...
2: The only thing that would be more absurd would be him trying to aw shucks this stuff. That aw shucksing something when you're this good is That's even like I, more disingenuous. I've said before, like
3: if I ever won an Oscar, I would wear that thing around my neck like Flava Flave's <laughs> clock. Like you would never not know that I'd won an Oscar. Uh this little thing, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's just I mean, something Oscar I Oscar award
0: winning yeah. Andy Kamenetzky. Yeah, I mean, I, I would appoint
3: myself sir
2: Oscar winning. Like, Unite yourself.
0: Yes, like again,
3: I have no problem with LeBron wanting to know that he's great because you know what—he's one of the most special
2: athletes ever. Of course he is, <laughs> and that this is the point where I think everybody's on board up to like, no, come on, man, yeah, stop, don't, don't, don't do that. It is, it was don't like do that. Eighty-five percent. I don't medieval. know if I want to do it or not because I don't know if I want to do it or not. Yeah. Right there. It's a lot. <laughs> right there. Just drop it and say, and then we went to the next part. And yeah. there were, there's were some other things in there, too, about he wants to finish his career as a Laker, but he did the thing. And we'll talk about this coming up at 11 o'clock. There were, there's always, much like the, because I'm uncomfortable accepting praise, there's always one phrase or one addendum to a sentence at the end of these things that make me just... Really? We couldn't have left that off? That's coming up at 11. Coming up next, it's Ask Andy. Send them right now, at Travis Rogers, at Emily Hebel, at Jab Cam LA. Of course, you can do it on the phone as well. 877-710-ESPN. That's 877-710-3776. It's Travis Slee. Andy's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. All right, 877-710-ESPN. Let's uh, let's start on the phones, which uh, I always like to do. Let's go to Jay. Jay, you're up first with an Ask Andy. What do you got, Jay? Hey, Andy. Hey, what's up? If you were to end up on Tommy Tuberville's Wikipedia page, is it more likely because you were checking out SEC football or because you had your political cap on and ended up on his page?
3: (laughs) Repeat the question again. I'm not sure I understand it.
2: So, you ended up on Tommy Tuberville's Wikipedia page, and is it because you were clicking around on SEC football Wikipedia pages, or is it because you were checking out the U.S. Senate online and ended up on his Wikipedia page?
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I understand. Like, why, would, you, I, why would I bother you, going You
2: th- ended up at Tommy Tuberville's page because you were thinking about football or politics.
3: Yeah,
0: like in a rabbit hole. Okay, right.
3: I, I, I thought for a second, I thought Jay meant... I would end up an entry
6: in his Wikipedia.
3: I'm like, that's actually even better. Right. Well, because if that's the case, it's probably something political. (laughs) I don't don't care enough about his time as a coach anymore. But the
2: answer to the way it was actually asked probably the politics. Just going. When he started the question, I'm like, and then I, oh, right. Tommy Tuberville's a United States Senator. Forgot about that for a second. Yeah, just for a second, it Mm -hmm. came back pretty quickly. Elva Carroll writes hashtag ask. Yeah, (laughs) seems to think it through. Could Commander and Chimp be sold as a prequel to Planet of the Apes?
0: Ooh, this is a
2: very interesting
0: question. Also, a great franchise. Planet of the Apes has a almost ninety percent hit rate.
3: They they actually, and it's the rare franchise that's gotten better as it's gone along. Like the worst of the remakes. Is probably the Tim Burton one with Mark Wahlberg. Honestly,
0: yes. <laughs> and then they've
3: they've gotten progressively better. They're like the most recent, like two or three ones, they're really really good. To answer the question though, and I'm not a Planet of the Apes expert. Like I actually think the original franchise with Charlton Heston that is really boring. Um, but if my understanding of the timeline <laughs> is correct in the world of Planet of the Apes, uh-huh. I don't think it actually would make sense as a prequel. Just because it felt like the people were sort of taken by surprise. It's by, more of a
0: coup d'etat than it is a democracy takeover. Right.
3: And and I I feel like if there was President Bobo before the takeover by the apes, you might have seen it coming <laughs> to some degree. But I do think Bobo as president... Could be a logical well, next yeah. step to where things head. It came out Caesar could get along, but well, then it's mu- it's much less <laughs> funny. <laughs> it,
2: it, it, it certainly changes the tenor
0: of yes.
3: Commander and Chimp. It's it, no
2: longer a political satire. <laughs> no, it's it's Bobo would have to have you know bad intentions. Well, the, if if he's leading to the ultimate takeover, then he would have to be. There's, pro- there's sowing probably the seeds.
3: there's probably
2: more blood
3: directly on Bobo's hands than. <laughs> As originally conceived. Right, I, don't think, I think
2: we want to root
3: for Bobo, right? I mean, like, I
2: think we want well, especially
3: Bobo- Especially against this vice president, the scheming it, evil vice president. It depends of depends if you're on,
0: like, the Adam McKay route, which can be funny, but also dark. And, like, our future is bleak, but right now it's kind well, of funny.
3: Again, keeping with the current tone of these movies, which, again, I agree with Emily, I, I think the franchise, it's the rare one that's gotten better. I wouldn't want to screw with the tone too much. So if you were to introduce Bobo, it could potentially work, but it's a much different movie, Emily.
0: Maybe if there's a cameo from one of the apes, maybe we'd we'll do that. Anyway, so this one is from Porky. Doctor Zayas shows up. says, like, wait,
2: what's he doing here?
0: <laughs> All right, so Porky asks uh, if you could have an Andy K meal from any fast food restaurant. Where would it be, and what would it contain?
3: Okay, this is this is tough for me because I don't eat a ton of fast food, um, so I'm not like there's not a lot of menus I have on command, and I also think about there's like certain stuff that like if you're talking about the McDonald's or the Wendy's or the In-N-Out's or like the more franchise places, I would want like a burger from one place, sure. fries from mm-hmm. another place. Build your
2: super meal. R- your well, Voltron of fast foods. So
3: I,
0: Like but the Kamineski special.
3: I ultimately landed though on, okay, if I could go to just one place, what would I get? I would go to either, there's a food truck, um, a taco truck, Leo's. It's at Pico and La Brea Kay. in a gas station that's phenomenal. It always has a line. It's great. I would get their Al Al Pastor burrito. Oof, good choice. Yep. Or Uh I would just find like, you know in Saturday Night Fever, when Travolta goes up to like the pizza window, (laughs) Sure. just gets a slice. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he gets two slices, those two (laughs) enormous slices. (laughs) I would just find a great pizza window. And just get a couple slices. I love that.
2: I didn't like in that new commercial where he's dressed up as Santa Claus, where he goes to the pizza window. I'm like, this is just not working for me at all. I need, I need, I need him to be Travolta or Santa, not both.
3: By the way, people, this is a perfect example like that commercial. I think people have forgotten just how dark Saturday Night Fever is. It is a really dark hard-edged movie that people now just remember for disco like the white suits like it's a really unsettling movie
2: no you're not walking out of there wanting to go dancing that's not the that's not the theme no not at all like
3: there was a period too where like they released a pg version of saturday night fever because it became such a phenomenon yeah but they had to cut out a lot to make it pg
1: it's a dark movie jorge uh this one's from Cap from Whittier. You you only get one chance to uh, make one of these. Make a half court shot, a twenty yard field goal, or hitting a home run at Dodger Stadium. Oh, it's the home run. That's easy. I mean the half court really?
0: shot yeah. Half easier, court... easier than kicking a twenty yard no, field goal. No, no, no. Which no, no, no. one you would choose. Choice. Oh, oh yeah. 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 okay.
3: Like because in this in this uh, premise you I can, can do, do all, all three. These. Okay. Right. But the half court shot, people are gonna say that's luck, and to some degree it is. Twenty yards as a fis- that's a chip it's shot. A chip a who shot. cares? Home run at Dodger Stadium.
2: <icyclean3>
3: Come <coughs> on, that's simple.
2: There's a promotion. I don't. The Dodgers. I know the Texas Rangers did this at a period of time where they would open up. You would pay for the chance to. I think you'd get ten swings. To come and try to hit a home run. And if you hit a home run, you would get season tickets for the season. That's how hard it is to hit a home run in a major league ballpark. Oh, it's, it's it's really, really difficult. I don't think people
3: realize just how difficult hitting in baseball is.
2: It is so hard. Just to barrel it up, much less with a guy that's trying to actually get you out, it's a totally different like, thing. I mean, think about this.
3: If you hit three hundred. I mean, seventy percent of the time you're not getting a hit. You're considered a great hitter.
2: Now guys aren't even trying to hit 300. They're I'll hit 180, but I'll hit 31 home runs. Great can I season.
0: Change the uh, question slightly. Sure. So you're a professional athlete. Okay. So there are three options of how you can end a game. Would you rather end a game with a half court shot buzzer beater? Would you rather end the game with a 60 yard field goal to win the game, or a home run to win the game? Which Still is the, the best? home run. Really? You oh, look cooler yeah. in the process. Yeah. It's, and it's the
2: hardest. Well, Sixty yard field goal is pretty hard too, but it's by far the most challenging one to do. And you get to take the victory lap. Yeah, I, yeah, you get the victory lap. You look
3: cooler in the process. Like, I mean, I know like Adam Vinatieri or like Justin Tucker. Like they
2: make these incredible kicks, but nobody ever Harrison thinks that's cool, right? They, they, Adam Vinatieri makes the kick, and everybody's like, Brady's awesome. Exactly. (laughs) Brady put him in the position (laughs) where he could kick
0: a 62-yard field goal. I do feel like Justin Tucker does get more of the exception of that is a cool Justin Tucker thing.
2: He's the exception that proves the rule, right? Because he does get a little bit of that love. One more quick one here, Andy, because I think this is important. This is from our pal, Rader Rubin, and the Trav and Slee All-Star community. How do you feel about accepting praise for all the great work you do on the Locked on Lakers podcast, and does it have a YouTube component?
3: Um, well, there is a YouTube component. It's available <laughs> five days a week, anywhere you get your podcast, nah. Monday through Friday. Sometimes on weekends, depending on whether depending or not the what's going on. Play. I feel terrible accepting the praise because it's not nearly enough.
0: <laughs> like, I every... mean, you're not an only child, so that's probably why.
3: That's right. I get, I get this praise for this show, and and it's done very well. I'm very, I'm happy about that. But I feel like we still don't get enough flowers. Like I should arrive home at every day, and it should be like a florist dropped off.
2: Should <laughs> like you're delivery. walking into a funeral? Yes, yes, yes. The funeral for yesterday's praise that wasn't enough. When you decide you're no longer going to do Locked On Lakers, will you take a victory lap or not? <laughs> <laughs> will you decide that you want to go on every other NBA channel just to say goodbye to well, the
3: visiting I, fans? I mean, look, Locked on Lakers, you know this because you're the, the host of Locked on Rams. I am, which
2: also has a YouTube component, which you can also find wherever you find your podcast. Is your
3: show available behind a paywall? Or It is
2: not. It's free and available okay, to anybody that would crazy. like
3: it. That is crazy. Yes. But, like, the setup for Locked on is there is a podcast for every team in all the North American sports mm-hmm. – obviously I'd have to appear on all of those shows in my final year. what not you
2: like on Locked on Red Wings?
0: <laughs> Locked on Waterdogs, the oh, yeah. I'm glad you picked up on what I meant.
2: I didn't mean all the NBA
3: no, shows. I know what you did
0: I meant all the shows. Yeah, You're it's,
2: on, why is Andy on Locked on Marlins? There he is again. why wouldn't I be? Why wouldn't you it's be? It's my last year. LeBron talking about the end of his career. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.